anything to anybody without talking to me first. That's my first rule. If you can't control yourself, just tell me where to send the flowers, he added. Many in the steady stream of headlines about the Russia investigation have been generated by Trump himself, making it more challenging for his administration to refocus on policy issues. After firing Comey as FBI director, Trump suggested on Twitter that there might be tapes of his conversations in the White House that he would use to validate his account of his dealings with Comey. The White House will not say whether Trump recorded conversations in the Oval Office, but the comments touched off immediate comparisons to President Richard Nixon, except that rather than keeping the possible existence of tapes a secret, Trump might have spoken publicly about them and opened himself up to future legal challenges. Nixon was much more circumspect than Donald Trump and, frankly, much more aware of what his own legal exposure was, said Ken Hughes, a scholar at the University of Virginia's Miller Center. I was stunned when President Trump suggested that he might have tapes of his meetings with Director Comey because those would become the subject of subpoenas. They would be seen as evidence. Nixon never publicly threatened people with his tapes because he knew it would backfire on him, said Hughes, whose areas of expertise include secret U.S. presidential recordings. Publicly, according to Hughes, Nixon pledged cooperation with investigators even while he resisted handing over the tapes and privately fumed about efforts to sabotage his administration. Trump has aired such grievances publicly on a nearly weekly basis, arguing that he is being treated unfairly by the news media and by his Democratic opponents. Meanwhile, White House aides look hopefully toward the president's upcoming foreign trip, which might help them shift the agenda back to firmer ground. But with nearly 30 million Twitter followers at his fingertips, Trump has resisted giving up his ability to battle the news media and investigators through a tool that he believes allows him to cut through the filter of the mainstream media. Donald Trump should start every morning with a tweet about what he is doing that day to help working-class Americans, said Republican strategist Alex Conant. Instead, his morning tweets make it clear how much the Russia story is distracting him and his White House. A Necessary Moment for Anthony Weiner by Amber Phillips In the Washington Post Politics section, I'm Jill Melanson. He was a congressman? He was a sexter. He was a mayoral candidate. He was a sexter. He was the subject of a cringing documentary. He was a sexter. He was ultimately the owner of a computer seized by the FBI for sexting that ended up playing a massive role in the 2016 presidential election. He was the husband of one of Hillary Clinton's trusted aides. Now he's her ex-husband. And now, Anthony Weiner officially has a criminal record. He pleaded guilty Friday in federal court for a single charge of sending obscene material to a minor, related to a 15-year-old girl he'd been talking to online. This is Weiner's story, and it's a sad one. Since the New York Democratic congressman resigned in 2011, Weiner popped back into the public sphere like the moles from one of those whack-a-mole games at the arcade, often when we'd least expect him. And each time, the political world couldn't look away. And each time, we felt something different about this man and his phone. Weiner's story was first late-night TV-worthy, a picture of his you-know-what out there on Twitter, and his last name is Weiner? It morphed into a classic politician sex scandal. 
I have said that other texts and photos were likely to come out, and today they have, he said, in a 2013 news conference as new sects emerged in the middle of his failed run for mayor of New York City. There is no question that what I did was wrong. This behavior is behind me. Then, Wiener's story became a bloody car crash unfolding on our TV screens as Wiener, a May 2016 documentary about that mayoral run that immolated his higher-profile wife. Abedin was in the middle of trying to hold together a presidential campaign for her longtime boss and friend, Hillary Clinton, and the documentary probing the rifts in her marriage was just plain weird. It was astonishing for Abedin to have allowed such a film as Wiener to be made at all, much less to put a high-definition close-up lens to the most humiliating chapter of her life, wrote the Washington Post's Karen Tumulty. Also, what about Wiener? Why would Wiener want such a film out there? Is it a blind addiction to the spotlight? Some kind of twisted PR ploy? An effort to humanize himself, I asked at the time. Apparently, Wiener got some kind of boost from it. He tried to bait Donald Trump Jr. into running against him for mayor of New York City.